Recorded Books presents a Lone Star Audio Production. Lone Star Legend by Gwendolyn Zapata. This unabridged recording is narrated by Maggie Bofiel and directed by Andy Paris. This book is copyrighted 2010 by Gwendolyn Zapata. This recording is copyrighted 2010 by Recorded Books, producer and publisher of Lone Star Audio celebrating the work of great writers from Texas. And now, Lone Star Legend. Chapter 1. Blog Entry from My Modern Tragic Comedy, Wednesday, March 8th. Here's a little story that's also a metaphor, or maybe a pattern in my life. It was a sunny September afternoon, the first day of school at Lorenzo de Zavala Senior High School, East Austin, 1997, and I was on top of the world. It was my sophomore year, and yet I'd already been made assistant editor of the Monthly Bugle, our school paper. I was sitting at my new desk, which was actually just a table, but closer to the teacher's desk than the table where I'd sat the day before, licking my teeth. Not only was I assistant editor but I'd had my braces removed the week before, so I was literally sitting pretty. Prettier, I guess. Well, at least less nerdy-looking than before. Aaron Lieberstadt, our best boy reporter, walked up and asked me how my summer had been. I'd always thought Aaron was kind of cute, but had never spoken to him outside of academic discussions on student council elections or the merits of various brands of glue sticks. You got rid of your braces, he told me a nervous smile lighting his freckle-rimmed lips. It's nice. Your face is very symmetrical now. How romantic, I remember thinking, to be complimented by a boy who knew such big words. From there, we segued into a conversation about our plans for the paper. I was looking forward to trying some new features and formatting that would finally bring our publication into the very late 20th century. Aaron was excited about a photo essay he wanted to do on the chess club's annual tournament. We were in nerd heaven. Ten minutes after the tardy bell rang, Mr. Jenkins, our beloved editor-slash-teacher, still hadn't put in an appearance. My classmates and I set to work without him, whereas other students, given that opportunity, would have cut class or set about destroying school property. We newspaper staff students were single-minded in our scholastic dedication. I fired up my trusty IBM's electric word processor and was already typing up the first draft of a story when the assistant principal showed up with Coach Taylor, a woman for whom a broken tibia had long ago ended the dream of a professional cheerleading career. Kids, I'm sorry to have to tell you that Mr. Jenkins won't be back this year. He had some family issues and went to teach at a school in North Carolina. Coach Taylor here will be your new editor. Coach Taylor, here you go. His words rang in my ears for those few moments and for the entire school year that followed, for they signaled the end of my budding success as an editrix. Coach Taylor ushered in a new era at our paper, an era filled with sports scores, jock profiles, and cheer, cheer, cheerleaders. We entered nerd hell, and in junior year I switched my newspaper elective for its distant, genetically inferior cousin, yearbook. 
It wasn't until college that I'd attained journalistic nirvana again. As you all know, I've been working at a very respectable online publication since my second year at the university. And no, I'm not going to tell you which one. But that, I fear, is about to end. We've just had a visit from our own coach, Taylor, and it looks like the writing's on the wall. Love, Miss Tragic Comic Texas.